Welcome to The Mix on KQKS.org with your host, Carson Petruzzi. Now today, uh, rather than music for an hour, we have a podcast about uh, video games and all sorts of stuff that have to do with that. Um, so first thing I want to talk about is a game that has been recently growing very popular and it is called Fortnite Battle Royale. Now, the game, in my opinion, is very enjoyable for multiple ages and all ages, really. It has a lot of humor to the game. It um, is very detailed. It has um, a lot of work put into it from the company that I like seeing, meaning the company spends a lot of time fixing the game and what they think is wrong with it and what the community also has to say about what they think is wrong with the game the company comes out with an update every single week that brings something new and also fixes things um so for example this next upcoming update is going to bring a new game mode called a 5x20 which um, is a game mode where there's five teams of 20 and you fight out for the victory rather than you know uh, the three standard modes uh, solo duo and squad and it'll only be here for a short amount of time but um, that is one thing that Fortnite has done a lot in the past and will continue doing is their limited time modes, which adds uh, a lot of fun into the game and just having something new every week makes a lot of people want to play it. And as well as they always are adding new weapons and new skins and emotes and points on the map where you can go and just fixes in general to like how guns work and how the building system works and stuff like that um but one thing i do want to say about the game is that it has had a giant impact in the gaming community meaning there was a report the other month i think in like december where um, they were averaging the um, monthly players online uh, for Fortnite, comparing it to Call of Duty. And, you know, if you don't know already, Call of Duty is one of the most popular games um, out there because it has been around for so long and a lot of people play it. And so typically... Call of Duty has the most online players, on average, uh, more than any other game. Not always, but most of the time. And there was, like I said, there was a report in December that said that the average players for the new Call of Duty in December, um, Call of Duty World War II, was about 5 million online. And the average for Fortnite was about 3.5 million which yes there is still a 1.5 million difference there which is a lot of people but 
that is still very amazing in I mean in my opinion that is just incredible because the game is a fairly new game and the fact that it has just come out and with this battle royale and I mean everyone's playing it it's just so popular and that was in December it's March now and like I don't know the new report I don't know how many online players Fortnite has now per month on the average but I guarantee you it has increased because I mean you go on the internet and you can see so much about it there's a bunch of people posting memes about it there's just people you know uh, advocating the game, promoting it, and just saying a bunch of stuff about it just everywhere on the internet. Fortnite has grown. And it has just had such a big impact in the gaming community, and it is incredible. And one cool thing I like about it personally uh, is that the game has seasons where, you know, um, there's a season every three months, and in those seasons you can um level up to earn tiers and tiers are just like kind of you know like a separate level from your account level and those tiers give you rewards um especially if you buy the ten dollar battle pass that they provide every season yeah, because for that ten dollar battle pass if you buy one every season Every tier you go up, no matter what, you will get a reward. No matter it's, it could be a skin, it could be a portrait for your account, it could be an emote, it could be a pickaxe, you know, it could be a bunch of different stuff. And um, I think that's really cool. I like that a lot in the game because the reward system is a very good thing to put in the game because it makes, it gives people a reason to play the game and to play it a lot rather than just because they like it because I mean if you've ever played video games you know that at some point if you play enough of one video game you're gonna get bored of it but that's the good thing about this is that they keep on adding content so frequently that there's always something new to do so it keeps the fun in there and one cool thing about each season's battle pass is that so far, it's had a uh, theme to it, meaning that the Battle Passes started in Season 2, which was last season, right now Season 3, and the Season 2 theme was just kind of like Fortnite theme, meaning that like the top skin um, and, you know, just a bunch of stuff that they had was based off of Fortnite lore and also kind of like a meme type thing to it if you know what i mean because like there was emotes that were like from memes that you can get like you know the dab emote or um the floss emote um and it's you know those are popular memes or at least were and they put them in the game as for the humor aspect that i was talking about um for the season two battle pass and now this uh, season three, the second battle pass, because there wasn't one in season one, but in season three, this battle pass is a movie theme. And for example, the um, first skin you get in this battle pass is an astronaut. 
So, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, space movies like Apollo or The Martian, you know. And then there was a, um, or the uh, top tier skin in the season three battle pass is a skin of John Wick. Uh, And if you don't know what that is, that is an action movie character um, that's, you know, like a spy. And they made that skin... Um, for John Wick as the top tier skin, which the top tier is a hundred, so it requires a lot of playtime to get, unless of course you buy the tiers up there with real money. But you know that's just what some people do. Personally, I like to grind for my rewards, so I right now I'm working my way up to tier one hundred, and as well as the people I play with like overall just the game is so great and one thing i need to point out is that it is a free game and if you are a video game player and you've ever played one of the free-to-play games typically they're you know they're generally viewed as decent games like games that really not many people play and, you know, it's just like, you know, they're whatever, they're there just for you to try them out, basically. But this game, with it being free and having, you know, all these in-game purchases, of course, but still the base game being free, uh, for the multiplayer, at least, the um, the story mode is, you have to pay for the story mode, but the multiplayer version is free, which is what everyone is playing in the Battle Royale. So with that being said, with it being a free game, it is just astounding to see how much it's grown and how popular it is now. And I mean, I just, I love it. And I'm very happy with the company Epic Games that made that game because they are so consistent, like I said before, with their updates. They're constantly trying to make the game better, constantly adding new content. And I love that. I love seeing that from game companies because it's just great. Like, because you see companies like Activision, you know, Activision makes Call of Duty. And, you know, Call of Duty is all great and all, you know, I've always played Call of Duty my entire life. And I still love the game or those, the Call of Duty games. And, um, you know, I enjoy them. But the thing is, is that they aren't anywhere near as consistent with updates and, you know, stuff like that. Um, Because Call of Duty now is like, it's how it's always been. There's the campaign mode, the multiplayer mode, and the zombie mode. And, you know, that's always there, every Call of Duty. And there's always four, or at least four DLCs that add three multiplayer maps and a zombies map. Every DLC. And then they, you know, every once in a while, they'll add weapons that you can get through supply drops. Um, You know, which is all cool. It's great content and stuff. But the thing is, is that that doesn't happen very often. It's like every once in a bit while the game survives. And, And also, like, with the updates, they aren't, like, they aren't that consistent with their updates. And also, when they do have updates, usually it's not, like, that important. I mean, sometimes, 
you know, they'll fix things that are overpowered and, you know, stuff like that, which is great, but it's, it takes them a while, you know, which I'm not trying to criticize them, but that, you know, they can do better. They could put more work into the game. And that's just the thing is that Call of Duty is kind of lazy now because they know that they, that the Call of Duty franchise is highly popular you know, everyone's always gonna buy it, you know, it's because it's Call of Duty, it's like the general game that pretty much everyone plays, and, you know, there's gonna be the people, including me, that will buy the new one every year to play it, but you get, now, at least personally, I get bored of it very easily, because, I mean, like, it, just because of what I said, like, there's just, they don't, really add much more content than what's always there you know it's always the same it's never different and it that's why I'm just kind of disappointed with them but also the reason why I love seeing companies like Epic Games doing what they're doing because it just makes me so happy seeing that the companies that make these great games are really trying and trying and trying to make their games enjoyable and trying to keep the fun in them and not being lazy about it not being like oh you know we got the game out we got some content we're making money you know we don't need to do anything else no that's that's not true at all and i'm really happy that epic games knows that and it just astounds me how big of an impact this game has had and i know i sound like a broken record right now but it's just insane. It, the Fortnite community has honestly just grown into the gaming community, and it's just insane. Like, I will literally walk around school and hear so many people talking about Fortnite all the time. Being like, hey, you know, I got this solo in last night, or, you know, oh, something crazy happened in this game I was in, you know. And it's great. I love it. And I just love seeing the gaming community come together like this because you know everyone that plays video games should know at least that you know people online can be very hostile during games and you know that's just because you know we rage that's how gamers are we we get mad when we lose and we don't like it but what i've seen in fortnite now is that it's bringing everyone back to the old days where we were all just so chilled out and we're all just having fun now you know, and that's just an amazing thing. All right, now the next thing we're going to talk about is E3. And if y'all don't know what that is, E3 is the gaming convention that happens every year in the summertime and like June something, you know. And uh, all the gamers, or at least most people, in the gaming community look forward to E3 every year because that's where they announce the big the upcoming big name games and where they do a lot of reveals and so you know you could imagine they're very very cool conventions they get a lot of people hyped up for what's to come in the future and it's great I love E3 I love watching it and I'll, one day I hope to actually be able to go to the convention itself because that would be really cool but one thing I want to talk about with that is that there have been confirmed booths for companies at E3 
And those booths consist of Activision, Bethesda, Epic Games, uh, and a bunch of other companies um, that will be revealing something at this year's convention. And I just want to talk about what I think, what's going to come, and what I hope to come. Now, start off with Activision. Activision, as I said before, produces the Call of Duty games. And because of that, you know, obviously, they are one of the things that they are going to reveal is going to be the newest Call of Duty that comes out this year. Because, as everyone should know, and if you don't, it's whatever, but, you know, I'm saying it now. There will be there is a new Call of Duty every single year. And you know the three companies that are with Activision making Call of Duty switch off every year. And this year's company for the new Call of Duty is Treyarch. And Treyarch made the Black Ops series and World at War. And Treyarch in my opinion is definitely one of my favorite of is definitely my favorite of the three. Because, in my opinion, I had the most fun with their games. Because when I started playing Call of Duty, was in elementary school, and I would be playing World at War. And World at War was a very fun game, it had a very enjoyable campaign, it had a decent multiplayer, and the zombies was fun. And that's where zombies actually got first introduced, was World at War. Um, and... You know, a lot of people started on World at War, like me, and it's just a very fun game. It was amazing. And then Black Ops 1 comes around a couple years later, and Black Ops 1 was just terrific. It was phenomenal. It it had an amazing campaign, a great multiplayer. The zombies was so fun and so detailed, and there was the most zombies DLC ever until Black Ops 3 was in Black Ops 1. They had, I think, eight maps in Zombies for Black Ops 1 because there was the four base ones and then an extra DLC came out with um, four zombie maps and no multiplayer maps and that was the Resurrection Pack, I'm pretty sure is what it was called. And it was just a huge surprise on the community because, you know, all the DLC before that, like I said before for Call of Duty, is three multiplayer maps and a Zombies map. And they did their four DLCs with that and then came out with that extra DLC with four Zombie maps, which was just insane. It was an amazing moment in the community, and I remember in middle school when that happened, I was so happy. I just couldn't believe it, and it was just amazing. In Black Ops 1, I had so much fun on it, and I honestly didn't think that it could get any better from there at that time, but I was so wrong, because a couple years after that, Black Ops 2 rolls around. You know, everyone's happy, we're like, oh yes, you know, Treyarch... They're doing so well, you know, Black Ops 2, can't wait. And, you know, that was my exact reaction. I just, I couldn't wait for Black Ops 2. And the day it dropped, I remember I begged my mom, I was like, please save me to GameStop and you go get this game. And we got it. And I immediately went home, started playing it. 
and oh, it was just amazing. It was the best Call of Duty, in my opinion, that I've ever played. The campaign, phenomenal. Multiplayer, phenomenal. The zombies, phenomenal. It was just insane, especially with the zombie DLCs that came out. Like, my favorite one, my favorite zombie map in Black Ops 2 was the Origins map. It, because around when Black Ops 2 came out is when I started learning about the storyline and the lore behind the zombies um, story. And if you don't know about it, it was just so interesting. Like, the zombie storyline was so detailed and it just gets better from there it it was just amazing you know and there is still more to come with this year's next call of duty assuming it will be another black ops um because you know or as you should know black ops 3 came out a couple years after black ops 2 black ops 3 was good i enjoyed it but i it in my opinion it wasn't as good as black ops 2 but one thing that I do absolutely love that Treyarch did with Black Ops 3 was at the end of it, when, you know, the next Call of Duty all had already came out, which was Infinite Warfare and Modern Warfare Remastered, they released a Zombies Chronicles DLC. And what that consisted of was all of the World at War zombie maps, Almost all of the Black Ops 1 zombie maps and my favorite Black Ops 2 map, Origins, and put them all in Black Ops 3 with remastered graphics and, you know, just uh, they remastered all of those maps and put them into Black Ops 3 and implemented the guns that are in Black Ops 3 and then also just the, the guns that everyone loved in the past games and, you know, the special ones. They put them in the game and it was just the biggest surprise and you know at this time I was in my sophomore year and it was just insane and like everyone was so happy like it was the biggest surprise ever because they haven't done a big zombie DLC like that since Black Ops 1 and we never thought we'd see that again and it just brought all of those zombie maps back that everyone loved and it was just phenomenal and the graphics the new graphics they look so good and with the new guns and you know the original guns that everyone loved and just the storyline for the black ops 3 maps that came before it all tied in we learned the full story it all came together and it was just amazing it, it was the best moment in call of duty history i think that i ever experienced and honestly i cannot wait to see what treyarch is gonna do this year because oh there's a lot of speculation and the speculation is that it's gonna be black ops 4 well um that is pretty much confirmed now. It's not officially confirmed, but it pretty much is because actually last night, um, 
there was a famous uh, basketball player, I believe, um, you know, some sort of famous sports dude. He was on TV last night, um, and he had a hat on that had the Black Ops 4 symbol on it. So, assuming that, you know, he had a hat with the Black Ops 4 symbol on, that pretty much confirms that we are going to get Black Ops 4 this this uh, year. And one interesting thing about it that is speculation right now is that if you had paid attention to the um, the symbols for the pla- for the past Black Ops games, they were in Ro- Roman numerals. And because of that, you know, it went 1, 2, and 3, and your Roman numeral 4 is IV, but the symbol was four eyes. So there is speculation about that that means that instead of it being Black Ops 4, it's going to be Black Ops 2, 2, meaning that the setting of the game is going to be in between Black Ops 2 and Black Ops 3 because there is a whole bunch of story in between those games that Black Ops 3 gave us in the campaign but isn't fully explained and that would make a lot of sense for them to do that because that was also part of the leak with the dude in the hat was that the setting is going to be in a near future setting And if y'all remember, Black Ops 2 was set in the year 2025. It's 2018 now. And I believe Black Ops 3 was set in the 2060s, I think. So it's probably safe to assume that Black Ops 2-2, or Black Ops 4, is going to be set in the 2030s or 40s, you know, around there. Um... And I really hope this is true because that would be really cool and I would love to see that. But there is, that could also mean one other thing. If it is Black Ops 2 too, is the fact that a lot of people right now want Black Ops 2 to be remastered, including me. Because like I said before, Black Ops 2 was my favorite out of all of the Call of Duties. And if it got remastered for the new consoles, I would be extremely happy. And so the fact that this symbol resembles or could resemble Black Ops 2 too, that could just be their kind of creative way of saying that it's going to be Black Ops 2 remastered. But since it's like, you know, another version of it, it's Black Ops 2 too. You know, and I just really, really hope that's it. That's what it's going to be, because that would be so amazing just to get Black Ops 2 remastered. That would be great. And if that speculation is wrong and it's just Black Ops 4 and for some reason they didn't follow the Roman numerals, then I really hope they do what Infinity Ward did, or I'm sorry, Infinity Ward did last year, and come out with their new game, Black Ops Four, and then add Black Ops Two Remaster 
as a separate game with it because last year that's what Infinity War did with their new game Infinite Warfare and then they remastered Modern Warfare 1 and that was also really cool because Modern Warfare 1 was a great game and when Modern Warfare Remastered came out I got that immediately and I loved it and I still play it to this day one thing that is being speculated right now is that Bethesda, which is, like I said, is confirmed to be at E3 this year. Their speculation right now is that um, Fallout uh, New Vegas is going to be remastered by them this year. Which, I've never really been a huge Fallout fan, but I did play New Vegas and I did like it. And that would be really cool. I would definitely like to see that. Because I wasn't really a big fan of Fallout 4, so I, you know, I don't really want to see a Fallout 5, honestly. But Fallout New Vegas Remastered would be really cool. And as well as, um, I did want Bethesda to do something with Elder Scrolls this year. And they still could, because, you know, Fallout New Vegas Remastered is speculation. I really hope that... Bethesda does something with Elder Scrolls this year, and I don't really want it to be Elder Scrolls Online, because ESO was, it was cool, but I never really liked it that much, but I was a giant fan of Skyrim when it was out. Skyrim was just an amazing, amazing game, and I played it so many times on different consoles, you know, I played it on Xbox, I played it on PC, I played it on PlayStation 3 and 4, you know, I played it so many times, and I really want Elder Scrolls 6 to come out, which, you know, would be the one after Skyrim, because Skyrim came out a long time ago, it was like five, six years ago, so I really hope that Elder Scrolls 6 uh, will be the thing that gets revealed from Bethesda, but then again, they could reveal both. It could be both New Vegas Remastered and Elder Scrolls Six. and honestly, if they did that, Bethesda would be just on top of their game right now. They would be making so much money, making so many fans happy, and it would be an amazing reveal at E3. It would just be insane. Now, one thing that I do or that I am curious about is that um, Epic Games, like I said, is also being confirmed to be at E3. And, you know, they're, like I said before, their big game right now is Fortnite. So, you know, I'm wondering why they're going to be at E3 because... You know, they could be revealing a new game because they did make the um, Ace Combat series, um, which, is there, which is a series that I never really got into, but, you know, there's a lot of fans of it. One of my personal friends is a fan of that game series, and, you know, that you know, it'd be whatever. You know, if they revealed a new Ace Combat, you know, that's cool and all. But personally, I want to see what they're going to do and hopefully it's something with Fortnite, something really interesting and unexpected. Like, 
some sort of crazy DLC, you know, um, or something like that, or, you know, I just, I, I'm very intrigued to see what Epic Games is going to do this year at E3. One other subject that I want to talk about is what I want to see in the upcoming games, or in games that I already play and that already exist, and just what I want to see in the future. And some of this, you know, I've already said, but I'm just going to go over it, and hopefully y'all agree. So, anyway... Uh, one thing I do really want to see is uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Um, and I don't know if NetherRealm is going to have a Studio at E3 or anything like that. Um, but, you know, Injustice 2 is one of their games right now that um, is very popular and that I loved a lot because I've always been a fan of NetherRealm's fighting games like Mortal Kombat and Injustice. And it would be really cool to see MK11 because, you know, Injustice 2 has been out for a while for now, or been out for a while by now, and its DLCs are over. And so I really hope that MK11 will be getting revealed because personally I've always been better at Mortal Kombat and I've liked it better but at the same time I do still love Injustice because I am a very big comic nerd and mainly on the DC side so Injustice was amazing to me it was a phenomenal game but I do still love Mortal Kombat more because it is one of the games that I grew up with and I just really hope to see something new with NetherRealm this year for Mortal Kombat, or even possibly a new type of fighting game, like a fighting game of, you know, like horror movie characters or something like that, you know, just like something different, you know, that would also be really cool, um, you know, or both, they could do both, um, but, you know, that is doubtful. But it is still a possibility. And I really do want to see if Realm is going to do anything this year. Now, another thing that I want to see is how I was mentioning before about Call of Duty. I want to see Treyarch just pull something amazing. I want them to just wow everybody and just destroy the competition right now i just want to see something incredible from them and my ideal version of that is what i was talking about earlier the black ops 2 2 or black ops 4 or whatever their new game is going to be with a black ops 2 remaster and that would just be great but one thing that they could do which would just be over the top absolutely insane but it would pay off would be doing their new game and then making a remastered bundle with Black Ops 1 and 2 or maybe even World of War as well and that would just be the biggest moment in Call of Duty history and I, I, I would be speechless 
Like, I would not know how to react to that. Because for them putting out four games in one year, that would just be insane. And, like, I don't, you know, I just don't know what to say because that would be just absolutely incredible. And I really hope something like that happens this year. One thing I want to talk about is what I want to see from Fortnite in the future. And one thing that I want to see is new, like, creative uh, things with their Battle Pass seasons themes. Because, like I said, um, each season looks like now it's going to have a theme to it with the Battle Pass. And, you know, as I've said, they've done their Fortnite and, like, meme theme. And they are now doing the movie theme. But one theme that I think would be really cool for season four would be a superhero theme. And, like, you know, maybe, like, the top, you know, tier 100 skin would just be, like, Batman or, like, Black Panther or something, you know. That would be just really, really cool to have. Um, And, you know, uh, maybe they could make pickaxes that you know, resemble something in comics like Riddler's cane could be a pickaxe, or, um, if they add helmets into the game, which is actually one thing that is rumored to possibly come in to, um, Fortnite is getting helmets, and you could, or they could possibly, you know, make it to where you could get, like, uh, Batman's, uh, mask for a helmet, like, his cowl, or, you know, and stuff like that, and I think that would be really cool, and they could do a lot of creative things with that, um, and, I mean, they could do a ton of things, you know, they could do a horror theme, they could do, uh, they could be really creative with the game, and I want to see that, I want to see them do, very fun creative things with the game because that is how they are with it is you know fortnite is a very fun humorous creative game and i just want to see more of that another thing that i would absolutely love to see and i don't know if thq is going to be at e3 um or you know what they're doing but a couple years ago I think two years ago, there was a reveal that THQ is working on Darksiders 3. And Darksiders is a series that I loved when I was a kid. And I was so disappointed when I found out there wasn't going to be a 3 and 4. Because for those of you that have played Darksiders, um, and those of you that haven't, the game is about the apocalypse horsemen or the horsemen of the apocalypse and the first one was about the war horsemen the second one was about the horsemen of death and now the third one is going to be about the horsemen of wrath and whenever that got revealed i was so happy because when i was a kid and i loved the series i want i was just waiting for the next two to come out because I wanted to play as all four and I was so disappointed when I found out that they weren't going to do a three and four 
And so that's why I am so now surprised and why I was when they got revealed that they're doing a third one. Because what had happened was the reason why they weren't going to do a three and four is because THQ ended up going bankrupt. And, um, well, you know, they just couldn't support all the games that they were making anymore. And so the THQ, or the um, team that worked for THQ on Darksiders um, got fired and, you know, suspended or whatever. And what they did was they knew that they had an amazing game and that they were planning on making two more and that they really wanted to finish the series. So over the years, they put together their own business uh, you know, the team that worked on Darksiders, they put together their own business and started from ground up and now are fully funded and are prepared to make Darksiders 3 and Darksiders 4 and to continue the series, which is amazing to me because the fact that these people would just make their own business to continue the series... It's just amazing to me because that just shows you how much commitment that those people have to their community, their fans, and their game. And that they truly care about their fans and that they just want, you know, to make us happy. Which is amazing. And I seriously cannot wait for Darksiders 3 to come out. And I hope that THQ is going to be at... Uh, E3, and I hope that they are going to reveal some more things about the game. Another thing, though, from THQ that uh, would be pretty cool to see would be Saints Row 5. Um, because those of you that might not know or do know, THQ recently made a game called um, Agents of Mayhem. And the game is in the Saints Row world, but it's not Saints Row. It's it's a weird... The game, Agents of Mayhem, is just really weird, and it's a game that n- nobody... Like, it got no sales. It was just a bombshell of a game, and... THQ really wasted their time at making it because they should have made Central 5 instead, but they didn't. They tried something new and it failed. And so because of that, I really hope that they end up do make that they do end up making Central 5 in the near future because I love Central. It is one of the series that I've listed that I really do care about and because Saints Row I played since middle school, and I started at Saints Row 3. Saints Row 3 was just an amazing, fun game. It was just so fun to play, and the campaign was great. And the same thing with Saints Row 4. The campaign was amazing. It was just so fun and humorous, and they're just really fun games. And I really want to see what they're going to do with Saints Row 5, because... I mean, it it would be really nice if they continued the series and 
you know, it would just be really cool to see. And I hope that they do it. Uh, because, I mean, where they left off at Sandro 4 was, um, you know, your character, the president, killing the aliens that invaded Earth. And, um, you know, I want to see where the story's going to pick up after that. Because you defeated the aliens, and, you know, you're still a president. And, you know, maybe Sandro 4 could be, you know, like eight years in the future where you're not president anymore. And just it's like the life after that and just to see what they're gonna do about it you know or maybe you're still president and there's just more problems you know they could come up with a lot of stuff because saints row is a very creative game very interesting and there's a lot of potential there with the story and i genuinely hope that it will be made and yeah um but yeah uh that's pretty much everything for now and I hope you all enjoyed the podcast. Um, this is Carson Patrizzi on the mix at kqks.org. Peace out.